When you bring your child home for the first time, you want a baby monitor you can trust. When you choose Stork, you choose technology trusted to monitor 10 million babies in hospitals every year. Stork continuously tracks your baby's pulse rate, oxygen saturation, and temperature. Visit MassimoStork.com to learn more. Stork, a revolutionary baby monitor, is born. Stork is not a medical device. Read and understand all product labeling. Massimo data on file. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Root Insurance is all about you and how you drive. In fact, that's the number one factor we use to give you a better price, which puts you in control. Just download the Root app, hit the road, and we'll take care of the rest. The app measures your driving behavior and gives you a custom rate based primarily on your driving. The better you drive, the better your rate. It's car insurance made for you. Visit joinroot.com today to get started. Disclaimers may apply. See joinroot.com for details. Hey, y'all. Hey. Season 2 starts April 5th. Woo! But until then, we'll be sharing Patreon archived episodes that we've yet to release to the public. Yes, you're going to hear our conversations ranging from Randy's labor to uh, if we plan to spank Drew or not, possible future labors, and, you know, how we'll raise Drew to handle the police uh, and more. Patreon also just got an update, y'all. And if you're interested in exclusive extra content as well as episodes from season two Mm -hmm. that won't air until April 5th, you can now join for as little as... One dollar. Drew is 11 months, y'all. Yes. So we'll be sharing the final part of her labor story. Because she made it. Of my labor story. God damn it. It's our labor story. It's ours. It's me, you, and Drew's. The family's labor story. Um, we'll hear from all sides. Um, even though we know that really she made it. She's here. She's mm-hmm. well. But, you know, y'all don't really know. You have to hear the dramatic <laughs> ending to this tale. What happened? Even though we've kind of sort of talked about it. Anyway, so, yeah, we're excited to share this story, and we hope that y'all enjoy. I'm strong like my daddy. I'm Hercules. That's too deep. You sleep. You hopped over the fence. You sheep. You slept on me. My last album is weaponry. Hey, y'all. Hey. This is our last and final labor delivery story part three part three we would like to give a shout out to three women who had their babies around the same time we did yes amber i went to high school with her um she gave birth to her son judah march 1st um but before that sheila who i went to college with gave birth to her daughter sika uh which translates into gold um february 23rd february and marquita who gave birth to her son lennox march 3rd so and then Drew was March 2nd. So we literally have a first, a second, and a third. Sheila's baby was all, actually due on the day that Drew was due. Um, but came early. Came a little early. Just a little. So congrats, ladies. We made it. <laughs> <laughs> we survived our pregnancies. And our babies are here safely. All right. So the last episode, um, part two, we left off at Mikey being allowed into the C-section, into the room. Yes. The um, operating just- room. I walked in. I got to see you. Is that yeah. where we were? Yeah. Um, so I walk into the room, and Randy's laid out there. They have, like, the top half of your body covered, and they have a sheet above, like, your neck so that you can't see your body. Right. Which and, is, yeah. um, and I, you know, came right over to you. All right. So my uh, the C-section happens. I don't know this is happening yet because I have been numbed and giving another epidural and something else for nausea because I had some really bad anxiety. Um, and just because C-sections apparently make you nauseous from what the anesthesi- anesthesiologist told me. Yeah. Drew just got a pacifier. She just finally took it after being here on this earth for 28 days. And so she is learning how to use it. And she's sucking very loud. Aggressively. Uh, <laughs> so it's okay i, don't, I can't I just want y'all to know that's what's in the background it is not a dog growling while chewing on a human yes and she also is a little congested but you know springtime but springtime. um anyway so my thoughts during the c-section uh i was really just ready to get it over with um because i was tired of being on my back i was shaking 
um, really badly. Um, because of the epidural. Right. And my whole right side, I could not, I could not feel my whole right side. I was completely numb. And really? Yeah, I was completely numb. And the uh, lady who gave me epidural was like, that's normal. That's one of the side effects of of doing this and i was yeah, like well, she was really nice what's this called anesthesia ah, anesthesiologist yes. she was cool yeah she was really she was nice cool um very affirming and calming because i must have been looking crazy um, i think it's because she like she knows that it works yeah she knows whatever she's doing is actually going to like give you what you want right but also she also i think she was also just very empathetic because mm-hmm. the need a c-section at this point she was there she gave my epidural eight hours before Mm-hmm. and saw but also um yeah so i feel like i was in kill bill the first one where she mm-hmm. finally gets herself to the car with the wiggle year wiggle and she's your like toe. yelling at her toes like move and i was trying to move yeah. my right hand the whole time um but i couldn't i was numb i just could not feel my whole right side of my body um but i was just ready to see drew hoping she cried when she got out and was okay but also i was just really anxious those are my thoughts what were yours well now i'm thinking that it's really good that you couldn't move your body because there was a lot of stuff going on behind that sheet i mean yeah they they made it so i couldn't move but my right side of my body the whole right side of my body was numb that mm-hmm. wasn't what was supposed to happen it's just supposed to be where they was cutting nah i could I'm, feel my left side and move my left side but i couldn't move anything on my right in my thoughts during i think um i talked about a little bit about this on the last part i was just worried about y'all um if you've listened to any previous episodes then you would be aware that after we lost the first baby i watched a lot of Grey's anatomy right and so the extent of my medical knowledge is what i learned from Grey's anatomy Mm -hmm. and what i learned from my mom and just a little bit of common sense so i know all of the things on that show aren't like how real life works but there are instances where things happen because medicine um i was really happy that you were finally getting help and that she was about to come out but I was really sad prior to walking into the room because you had been through so much yeah, for so long. And I was like, I don't know. I was in that, that uh, we learned about this in therapy, about um, yeah, like expectations that you have. Right. And how you just kind of, you know, let some of those things go. I was like, nah, she really deserved, like, this, this type of she labor. Wanted, she yeah. really deserved it. Like, after all she'd been through, she should have had this. But that's not where we're at right now. Nope. And I had to. Get that together really quick. And I did before I walked in. I was kind of proud of that. But then seeing you there, I was like, I got emotional again, I guess. Okay. Yeah, sad. Why? Because we was laid out like yeah. like Jesus. Like yeah, <laughs> your arms were out, like a little cross. You couldn't move nothing. Nope. Except your neck. You The only thing you was able to move like for real were your face. My face. Yeah, my face and my was neck. Your face. Okay, t- yeah. And I'm just looking at your body. It's about six people surrounding you from toe to chest um three other people getting some stuff ready in the corner for drew and it was just it was a little woman at first but i immediately just locked in on your face came sat by you i was like i'll be gone i'm I'm right here to let you know that i'm right here um and i was just kind of i don't know i think i was also just a little more fascinated by you again this is also your first major surgery that right i have ever been around you i've never before. had surgery before and i've known you for most of your life so this is also just weird yeah like, seeing your best friend going through, like, surgery. And I'm the only one here. Like, I can't, like, rely on your mom or something or anybody else in this room that's, like, family to be, like, to support. Right. It's just me and you. And I was like, I want to make sure I'm, like, doing this properly. And you are. And so, um, they got her out. Mikey oh, it was got looking. Gross. And I thought that by the time they called him in that they were just cutting me open. But apparently they were pulling the baby out. Pulling so when they called out. me in, no one had cut you yet. Okay. This is what I'm saying. While me, I'm I'm talking to Randy. We're like me and the anesthesiologist are like just making jokes, like doing mm-hmm. our you know consoling thing. Not mm-hmm. really consoling. Randy wasn't like you know crying hysterically or anything. She was just like, yeah, I'm like ready. Yeah. And you hear like you hear like little like Ziploc sounds and like whooshing and like some air. How would you describe that? I don't like, remember was, any of that. I, all right, so it was like it was kind of like saw sounds, but no metal. I don't know how to <laughs> how to I don't say that. Any of that. And I heard like a little whoosh. And then they were like, all right, we're about to get started. They said, we're about to get started. And at this point, my face is next to Randy. I didn't I was like, hear that part. It's going to be okay. You're going to be fine. I stand up slightly mm-hmm. to now look over the sheet that's ahead a, a of Randy. And there's a baby out. Right. And I start. I guess I just made a face. He goes, and Randy saw my face. And I was like, what was wrong? He was like, she's so cute. I was like, like she's so, oh, she's so yeah. cute. And I was like, wait, she's out? 
Because and she wasn't making any noise. There wasn't <laughs> like a bit. Like she didn't cry. She didn't do that whole. It wasn't TV the TV thing. thing. Yeah. I was but like, like she's out. She was very much here. Yeah. And purple and leg flopping in the air. We're gonna get to that in a second. Yeah. And um and she was moving. And I was like, did you not feel that? Like I'm just no. looking at Randy. And like, I was like, I don't know. They removed like, the whole what is baby. Happening? And you you don't know. <laughs> no. Um, it was very interesting. And then they make her cry. So I was like, oh my god. So I heard her cry and that um and it was really short. And yeah, and we both and they got a little choked up. Yeah. Um, and I said hey to her, but like I don't know if she could hear me. Yeah, no, we're across the room at this point. Right. She could. Okay. She could. So Mikey went to her. Well, before I went to her, I kissed on Randy, said congratulations. I was like, you did it. I don't remember. I- yeah, just love on my wife real quick. I'm gonna love on my wife for I go love on my baby. But then they were like, Daddy, you can come see. And I was like, Yes. Um, I think the rules were you couldn't like record. Yeah. But fuck that. Mike took a picture. He took a few. I got some. He I got, got some video too. We'll put it on Patreon. Uh, you got video? <laughs> yeah, I got I video. haven't seen any video. Like, um, just the you're about to have a baby, like thing. What? The one. It, it's, I, I, oh, okay. Um, and yeah, I walked over to her, and this was my first time getting to see my baby. I walk over to her. There were about three people next to this little egg incubator. Right. And um, and, and she was just. She was so purple. <laughs> she was like <laughs> just that. little purple and gray, blah. But she was so cute. She was. And um, they I were saw. like suctioning stuff out. They're suctioning at her mouth, sucking at her nose, because they were trying to get her to like cry, you know, mm-hmm. make sure she's okay. She her eyes were open. Like, her eyes weren't open yet. And I said, "Hey!" And she opened her eyes and she looked at me. I was like, "Oh yes." And she still does that. This is our moment. Yeah. This is the moment I can tell people my baby loved me because she looked at me first and opened her eyes first to see me. So she opened her eyes, but she's still not crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And she so took a minute to cry. They're still trying to like suck your stuff out to get her to cry, Randy. And she's just looking at me. And I was like, it's okay. And she's just like, man, like every time. Yeah. Every time they stuck something like next to her, she would cry for half a second. Yeah. So that she would let them know cry. that she, she was, was fine. fine. And yeah. she was like, stop. Like, man. Yeah. Like it was it was hilarious. It wasn't like a long piercing cry at all. But she was awake. She was yeah. breathing. She was looking at us. We just looking at her like you you know, give us a little extra. Um I wasn't able to cut the cord. Right. He couldn't cut the cord. It was just not sterile. It was just too no. much. But um I they were they were cleaning her up and getting her ready and I went back over to Randy and they were stitching Randy up. Yeah. And during this process, I got a couple pictures, but like I'm just walking past, you know, my wife wide open. I saw Randy's whole intestines. They were pretty. So one thing Mikey left out I hadn't said yet is when they pulled her out, we discovered Drew had three cords. Oh, yeah, not yeah, tied in her cords. Yes. Um, and so we um so she had a nuchal loop which was around her neck, and they do give they do help women like deliver vaginally if a baby has that type of loop around their neck. Mm-hmm. It is possible to birth the baby vaginally, but Drew also had a true knot. Um, which you have a picture of that only happens in like one in one hundred births, and it looked like when you tie your shoe, yeah, in a knot, and like when you were purposely trying to tie it so that it would not it untie. untie, yeah. And then she had a third knot, but I don't know. It was it was close to looking like a Drew knot, but like you could unravel it if yeah. you wanted to without. And so essentially, Drew was never coming out vaginally. Nah, she wasn't. She and, wasn't gonna drop. Um, every time I was having a contraction, it was suffocating her and making her heart rate rise and that's what we have been doing for 38 hours this whole time she's had three knots in her cord and she and, couldn't um, come she down. couldn't come out she couldn't she couldn't come down so it was never going to happen and we didn't know that till they cut her um cut me and pull her out yeah and so um so i felt better in terms of like knowing that this necessarily wasn't my fault that i couldn't do none this. of it was your fault um but then i also felt bad because she got all these damn knots in her cord but there's nothing i could do about that but i don't know why you um, feel bad because that was her fault yeah that was her fault this and girl in there doing flips yeah spinning Tying herself up tangling exactly. herself being um, extra and was never gonna come down she was never supposed to come out vaginally i think at that, when, when we found out about the cord i was very i was happy for you i yeah. was like okay so now it's justified randy is really good when she gets facts or yeah. just information, it's the unknown that bothers you. Yeah. And so here is real world evidence as to the reason why this is what has to happen. Right. And like, it was nasty. Like, yeah, we took a like, picture. Oh, a um, we'll put like a trigger warning on Patreon because it's bloody. Like it was just a picture. Yeah. I was like, we need a picture of this. And so, um, so, um, at one point, Mikey does or not? Is it you that brings the baby up, brings Drew over? Yeah. So, um, so before that, I go and they were um. So I was going over to Drew, and 
they noticed and I noticed that her leg her left was leg. um her left leg, I call it her lucky leg. Yeah. Was completely bent backwards. Yeah. So imagine if your I don't like just your knee folds forward like a crane or something. Yeah. Like so an like ostrich. She kick her leg out and it would go to her it forehead. It would come up to her chest. Yeah. Her yeah. Chest. Essentially. It was weird. Um and I was like, So we're gonna do something about that. So the doctor notices He's like, oh, and he takes her leg, right? And he pops it back. He puts it back, but then to find out if that if that really happened, he does it again. Uh huh. So he takes the leg and oh, flicks it all the way forward. And I'm just looking. Right. And Drew, mind you, she, you know, every part of her body is new. Right. So this doesn't matter to her. But she was like, eh. Yeah. I was like, eh? Like after your leg just popped? Yeah. Forward. And backwards. They ended up like swaddling her leg. And yeah. then swallowing her body so that it could like stay in place. But my baby, you know, leg. Yeah. So gross. she was diagnosed with congenital dislocation of the knee. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what the diagnosis was. And so I was actually discharged in the hospital. That's like a little further. But we were discharged earlier so that she could get a harness fitted. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we have we'll pictures of that too. That. But yeah. So she, that was the actual diagnosis. She had a, her knee was dislocated. And it, um, from what we were told, it usually happens to babies who are breech. But Drew wasn't breech. But at one point, maybe she was foot down, you know, legs down um, during the pregnancy for her legs to do yeah. that. Or just maybe it just happened. I don't know. She was active. Yeah. She, she moved a lot, active. which is what I told people. She was very active. But yeah. That's also, cool. after they, you know, we, we discovered everything around the court. I get to see Randy's insides, which I would love to talk more about. But, you know, organs are organs. Right. And Randy's were beautiful. But every time they started, like, to adjust Randy's. Like stomach body mm-hmm. ready would like throw up i would gag yeah she yeah. threw up like this neon green it was so bow. cool it was bow oh it was um, so cool it was awful because i'm on my back throwing up and that's the worst like yeah, it's just not, like and all i could do was turn good. my head and throw up into the bag yeah i was um, holding the bag on the side of her mouth. it was awful i was just like i just felt so i was so mad <laughs> i was like i've been through so much <laughs> I'm just, and now, I'm th- now i'm throwing up at the end of my labor and they were um, only doing it because like, like, like I said, every time they moved your intestines, green stuff. It was yeah, so weird. Gag. But apparently, also, it's it's common to throw up during a C-section. Yeah. Or afterwards, um, which I also open. didn't know. But after I threw up, I felt a lot better. Because I just was feeling really sick and anxious. But, you know, you mm-hmm. finally throw up and get it up. And you're like, oh, my God, that was great. But, so, yeah. it, it didn't take very long while she was in the, the I'm going to call it the egg incubator. While she was in a little egg incubator, she started, you know, color. She started getting a little bit of color well, she to did her. meet me first. Before she did that. No, no, no. This was she, when they were, um, they oh, you were. Have it back, oh, you have it backwards. You have it. Okay. She, oh, so okay. when they were in there, like, you know, her face started to light up. Oh, Only okay. her face. The rest of her body was still, like, right. purple. And she was fine. I guess that's how they knew, like, she was getting air and she was fine, even though she wasn't crying. Oh, she was breathing. Uh-huh. So, um, they've not wrapped her legs. They've swallowed her. And they were like, I can take her. And okay. I was like, good. All right. I'm going to take you to see your mama. So it I, was like, really great. And, um. She don't weigh nothing. Oh, I got her her weight and her measurements. Six pounds, ten ounces, twenty inches. And took a picture of those and like walked over to Randy and. And so I say, "Hey, Drew," and she turns her head. Y'all. She does. I placed um, her right on Randy's like shoulder and boob, she so she's right by her, her head face. and looks right at me like she knows my voice. And I did post a picture on Instagram mm-hmm. of that moment. Um, I didn't say it was that moment, but it was of that moment when I did my blog post and shared yeah. a snippet of it. But y'all, if you look back at that picture, she's looking directly she looked at dead me. at Randy. It was nice. It like she turned her head and she still does that. She still like hears me and looks at me. Uh, it was so nice. Um, it was. I was really drunk. You just left her there. As drugged up as you were, you were you in that moment. I was happy. You I were really so happy. Straight. Yeah. yeah. And she just and she, she just, just sat right there and just yeah. laid it. She stared at you for a minute. Yeah. A long time, I think the entire time. Yeah. And then I tried to sneak in a selfie, which we haven't posted anywhere, so I guess yeah. we'll post that on Patreon. Wait, no, we, we had that on, uh, no. The one that I took of like oh. three of us, and I was looking goofy. So we'll post that one. Oh, okay. So that people can see it. Um, but I got a little selfie of us. Mommy drugged, Drew confused. Right. Daddy happy. Right. <laughs> and um, and she was, she was good. So now Randy had to be moved into recovery, into the recovery room. Right. But I was, Mikey and Drew got to leave before me, which just made me crazier. Because I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah, um, they were like, so we're going to take y'all over. Me. Yeah. Because um, they had to finish up doing stuff for Drew, doing like a little, um, like I guess assessment on her yeah. real quick. And they were like, we're going to get this in before mommy gets over here. They had to yeah. finish um, getting you together. Yeah. And um, while that was happening, I'm just making jokes like with about the doctor because the doctor was doing Dr. James, magic. Yeah. 
she was doing magic on Randy's stomach. I still can't see a scar. But like yeah. the doctor was sewing Randy up nice. I was just complimenting her. We were asking questions. We were talking. Randy's spirits was up. Everybody was just happier now. The baby was out. Was but, I um, back in there? Is you talking about me? No, no, this was this was before that. This was when you were still in the room. Oh, okay. Um and then, you know, Drew and I left. They rolled her in the little egg incubator uh-huh. into the recovery room and we had to wait for Randy. Um we get into the room and it's me and another doctor and she's just walking me through how to swaddle her because of her leg. Right. And it sucked. <laughs> it sucked. But I got to sit for about an hour and um and before we get to that, Rand, you, you came into the room. Right. Um, um, I came into the room and I was shaking really badly from the epidural. Yeah. And so they let me hold Drew, but I didn't feel comfortable holding her because I was shaking so bad. And I and it was making me numb. Like yeah. I couldn't like I just couldn't hold her and I I mean I really wanted to, but I couldn't hold her. And so Yeah, um, Randy still had drugs. And so the the nurse or the medical assistant, she was like, don't try to stop the shakes. That just makes them worse. Yeah, she's like, but like, it's just, it's natural for your body to want to stop something that's uncomfortable. So it was really hard for me to do. And so I ended up just going to sleep. And the entire time Um, I'm like, she's like, Randy was shaking like she cold. Yeah. You're shaking like you got like cold chills every three minutes. No, I was just, it was nonstop shaking. And then she was just vibrating. My teeth were chattering. Um, It was awful. It was so, it was so awful. And so, um. I end up falling asleep, so Mikey holds Drew, and I sleep for maybe 30 minutes, and I wake up, the shaking's done, and I can finally hold her. They try to get her to latch, and they try to get her to latch, and she don't want to. She look at my nipple, she smile, and she go to sleep. <laughs> and, because we had a hard labor, she was like, I don't yeah. want to eat right now. I want to sleep. And so, since Randy was asleep, I got about an hour with Drew, where yeah. I was just talking. I was just walking around with her, dancing in the room. It was warmer in there. It was. Um, she ended up falling asleep, but I was just telling her everything I could think of, how proud I was of her for making it through this, how excited me and Randy were to have her, welcoming her into the world, just kissing on her. She was so cute. Yeah, she was. She's, she, I mean, no, she, it's, she, not, she is, she, but she really came out cute. cute. And um, Came out white, but she was cute. Yeah, yeah. Started making jokes about that, you know, like when her color gonna load. It's <laughs> like, all right, Randy, this baby got two weeks to get some color, you know. She take a little longer, but that's all right. She on her own time. She don't she, like she time brownish limits. now. This is, this is good. She don't like time limits, but she um, does it. But um, that time talking to her was just great. Um, Randy, you were shaking in your sleep, but then at one point you stopped. You finally stopped shaking, and I think you woke up maybe twenty minutes after that. Yeah, and I just knew I woke up and I wasn't shaking no yeah, more. Yeah, and you were feeling fine. And I was like, yeah. okay, good. And so they were like, all right, I guess this is gonna be the you know, best moment to go ahead and get y'all together. So I had to like let go of my baby. Yeah. But like it was fine. And I skin her to skin be with, with her Drew. Um yeah. but again, she just fell asleep. She just fell asleep on my chest. And she was not trying to eat, which is fine. You she know, was trying I to don't. sleep. Yeah, she was well, tired. Your heart rate and her heart rate were elevated for about an hour and a half. Yeah. Two hours. So Yeah, she was tired. So they didn't they didn't stress it because the baby doesn't have to necessarily eat right at, right when they come out. They can mm-hmm. wait. They can take up to six hours to, to eat. And so And looking back there was no need to try to rush this baby to feed. Yeah, she, I mean she, she eats. <laughs> She's fine. But yeah, so um, that was the first latches tip. And then Nurse Jenny visits, and she's really happy because Drew has been born before her shift is over. Now, which if was you her. are a part of the people who are just now receiving this episode, you what? don't know who Nurse Jenny is. Oh yeah, we'll give you a quick overview. Nurse Jenny was a advocate for Randy during the pregnancy. She My was nurse, very helpful. Yeah. Um, and stayed in the room with the family for the whole time. The whole time, actually. yeah. She uh, she really advocated for me, and she was the reason I, I even had the doctor come in so that- On the could, time that she did. Yeah, so we could even realize that I needed a C-section because the midwife was not- But that's all y'all get for free. Interested. Mikey, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> was not interested. So, yeah, yeah. Nurse Jenny came in, and we have a picture of her. My phone wasn't the best, but yeah. it's a blurry picture, but it's a good picture. Um, yeah. And Nurse Jenny was just very happy because her shift just ended. At yeah, it just ended. And Drew was, her shift ended at 7. And Drew was born at 6.01. Mm-hmm. But so Randy had just really woken happy. up from the nap But I had just point. woken up. And it was 8.30. Yeah. So she stayed back. I was trying to figure out why she was there, too. Um, they asked. They are like, why are you here? She stayed back. Like, and she came back. And um and told me she was really happy that, that I didn't fight them on, on wanting to get a C-section. That, mm-hmm. like, she told me she was happy that I knew I needed it. And also that I didn't like fight the fact that I needed it. She was like, because, you know, this baby, she's like, all those knots. I just can't believe it. And, you know. No, I just, yeah. you know, she was it Nurse Jenny that out. had the 
bucket with the Yeah, she had the bucket. Okay. We didn't get a picture of her face, but she was holding the core and the buckets. So we could take a picture of it. But she was like, I'm just so happy because, you know, I just don't know if she would have came out alive. And I don't think so either. Not vaginally. It just wasn't going to happen, y'all. Mm. And my body, um, my mom said, was just trying to protect me and her and defend her. And that's why she kept um, just and going I kept, back up. Yeah, I kept dilating and losing my dilation. And I wasn't progressing because this baby could not come out vaginally. Dr. James came in the room after that. Yeah. Dr. James, who we love at this point. We have been debating, Randy and I, for about a month now about where Dr. James was from. And neither one of us asked at any of like we the did, meetings. No, we, we never asked. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we finally asked Dr. James like where she was from because we figured she was West Indian. She was like, yeah, yeah Jamaican. Yeah, she's Jamaican. Like, yes. yes, we got a black woman, black Jamaican woman. As the doctor. Uh, Couldn't ask anything Drew. better. And she also is my doctor at, at the midwifery um, mm-hmm. practice. But, you know, you don't always see the doctor. No. But towards the end of the pregnancy, you do. Or you saw the I doctor did. more than anybody else. Right. Actually, I did. Yeah, she saw me walking in the hallway. She was actually really concerned. She's like, you don't look chipper. I'm like, I'm in labor. I'm not happy. <laughs> I'm not happy at She's all. She's just used to you looking different. Yeah, she's like, you're not your cheery self. I'm, like, I'm tired. This is hour 24. Um, and these nurses ain't helpful, but that's that's part two. Yeah, they ask us her name. We tell her her name is Drew April Chapman. Yeah. So that's her name. It is written And out she there. is real. She got her social security card. She got a whole social security card. It's cute. And my mom visits. We have a picture of that. Yeah. Randy's mom comes in, kisses on Randy, loves on him. At this point, I was still holding Drew. No, I was holding her. Were you? Mm-hmm. It's a picture. Mom, it's, she's on my chest still. I think I had her when Brie came in. Oh, okay. And that was nice. Yeah, it was nice. Because your mom held her. Yeah. She was the first person other than me or you. That's the holder. Really nice. Yeah, it was nice. And you know, as y'all heard, at least in the first episode, mama was there the whole time mm-hmm. and if patreon allows you listeners to hear this if you heard part two mom <laughs> did more stuff if you didn't hear part yeah. two yeah yeah did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting for creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too and creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. it's time you did too Visit ACAST.com to find out more. ACAST, for the stories. Yeah, so it was, just, it was really nice. Um, Your mom was like, she's going to go outside and get everything situated because then we were about to be moved to like a room room. Mother baby room. Yeah, Um, and then Brie comes in. Yeah, my sister comes in and gets her pictures and gets to meet Drew and... Hug on both of us, um, and Mikey as well. And I think we have pictures of that. Yeah, we started making fun of we was making fun of Bree before she came in. We were like, she gonna cry. And she did, didn't and she? And she did. She did cry. She did cry. It didn't even like, yeah, she take cried. a second. Mama didn't cry. She didn't. I'm pretty sure your mother cried Cry when she in the left car. The room. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um you know, she gotta like be hard. Aries. Aries is so tough. Her um, birthday is tomorrow, by the way. Yeah. So um but yeah, so they both got to visit. It was really nice because they had like been working with working with me and Mike the whole time. Um, I mm-hmm. think Ashley had to leave our doula because yeah. it was her daughter's birthday, and her daughter um, was sick. Yeah, and her daughter was sick. Out. So like they just were warrior women, and they helped me out. And yeah. she um, but she ended up having to leave. She didn't get to meet Drew at that moment, but she did later. And we were transferred to the room, and we spent our first night alone <laughs> with this baby. <laughs> and so at one point, Mikey is. Mikey's sleep or you're moving the car. I don't know. At one point, it's just me and Drew. And um, so they have me. They switched me to a bed. What um, night was this? The first night. Yeah. Uh, Saturday. Saturday. All right. So Saturday, I didn't go to the house. That was Sunday. Yes. So Saturday, I was just there. I okay. Then you must have been asleep. Mm-hmm. So at one point, so they have me. Apparently, you get a C-section. You can't walk for 12 hours. So mm-hmm. I couldn't walk for 12 hours, but they had these little suction things on my legs to keep me from getting blood clots in my calves. Yeah, I had to um, adjust that. A couple of and, and I was itching really badly, but apparently that's also a side effect of having anesthesia and all mm-hmm. that. It's just horrible. But yo, the drugs have Randy, so <laughs> my body just rejected them. Randy was mad itchy. I was. It was so bad. <laughs> she was upset. Like I was like, I was like, oh my god, scratch me. Like it was awful. Um, I ended up giving you the scratch yourself. A pen or a but a paper knife, a, a plastic knife. Oh, the plastic knife from the hospital food, which yes. we should also talk about, so that I could cut. Uh, scratch my leg anyway they had me to the bed and so um i couldn't really do much couldn't get like i couldn't i couldn't get up couldn't turn because you know c-section right and i still had the catheter like in me i was so uncomfortable i was like this is so bad but i was really happy that drew was okay the nurse was concerned we had this 
old nurse, um, you know, the first shift, she was Nigerian and Drew had, was still asleep and she was telling me, you know, hey, you got to feed her because it's been more than six hours and, and it had, it had been like nine. Drew still hadn't eaten. She had only woken up briefly, but I'm like, we had a long ass labor. This Looking baby back is again, tired. she was perfectly This fine. baby is tired and I was tired, but I was concerned because she hadn't eaten. And because the nurse and, um, comes in and she's a medical professional and, and she tells you, hey, you should probably be worried. Because right. Because she's not eating. If you don't wake her up, I'm going to have to wake her up. We may have to do formula. And I'm like, no, nah, it's not happening. So she I get through and I have to football hold her, which is a, like a way to breastfeed because of my scar. I'm trying not to let that impact me because it's just certain things when you get a C-section. Now, when I've had it, when I got the C-section that I couldn't do naturally, I yeah. felt like. So you couldn't do the, the normal hold the baby across your stomach thing. I couldn't, um, I couldn't get up to get to her if yeah, she cried so and stuff. I um, had to get up and, um, give her to you. Yeah. And then when you were done, had to, you know, put her back in her, her, uh, bassinet. Right. The hospital bassinet was really um, nice, by the way. It was. I really wish we could get one. one like that. I yeah. don't know what we were doing. Next time around, we'll do better. <laughs> but we also, like, I, at one point, I had to get the nurses help to, to change her. This is throughout my stay because, mm-hmm. you know, Mikey's sleep class is about to start back. He missed, or he had already missed the day because of the labor. And I couldn't, like, keep bending down to get her. And it was just making me really sad that I couldn't move in the way that I wanted to to attend to my daughter. But anyway, she. I remember when I was looking at breastfeeding stuff to like be really calm and the baby can sense through your tents. And so I was telling Drew, you know, hey, this is our first time. I'm not going to, you know, pressure you. We're both learning. And the nurse, she was like, hey, what is her name? And I told her what her name was. She was like, you know, call her by her name. Tell her what you want her to do. And so I called her by her name. And I was like, you know, Drew, I really want you to latch. You got to eat. And it really helped, I think, because she latched shortly after that. Mm -hmm. Um, And I was able to feed her. And she had an adequate amount of poopy and wet diapers for them to know that she was digesting and consuming. Was Um, I there for the first latch or was this after I left to go get stuff? You left to, like, get the stuff or move the cars. You were not there in the room with me when I had to feed her at first. Um, But it was I think this was the first time I had to leave. I ain't like that. But it's fine. Yeah. But But the only dream that Drew has ever given me the whole pregnancy was me latching her. I had a dream that it, that we that she latched and she latched well, and so I knew that I wouldn't have a problem breastfeeding when she came out. It was just and I was very proud when she was going to eat. You just walk in and see like a little tiny thing sucking on your wife's titty. It was interesting. <laughs> it, was, it was very interesting. Like, oh. But yeah, so it was our first latch. Like nine hours later, and <sighs> the she first was fine. night though, yeah. the first night was interesting. Was it? It was because your mom left. Yeah, everybody left. Bree left. And it's it was a Saturday us. night. It's our first. This is our first Saturday night as parents, Randy. Yes. And they left us alone with this baby. We're like, like she in, in the bassinet by the wall. And we looking at her like. We looking at her like you know stay asleep or you know, right. Like, just, and then we <laughs> looking at I each other. Her? It was like I guess we can go to sleep, sleep now. Now. It was very confusing. <laughs> yeah, I actually think that's the one thing. That's the only thing I miss about the hospital stay. I actually got to sleep. I don't sleep now, but I got to sleep when we were in the hospital because the nurses weren't. And they kept saying, "Take advantage of this time because she won't." And I did. I slept. Yeah, I did sleep. But that's the only thing. That's the main thing I miss is just having the extra help. They came in, they changed her, and they, you know, gave her to me, and I fed her, and it was it was great. And now we're now I'm home to my own defenses (laughs) and doing great. Thank you, man. But why they leave us with this baby? Yeah, yeah. So Monday comes around or Sunday. And I have to, I have to leave now. Um, this happened in between some stuff, of those things. Yeah. I had a class on Monday. So I had to go home and get some clothes and come back. And I run, I get my clothes, I come back. And it was my first time leaving you um, in the hospital. And it was my first time leaving Drew. And yeah. I absolutely hated it. He and was not happy I was about a ball that. of anxiety and frustration and yeah. a whole bunch of things. But I get back, y'all were fine. Like, y'all were like alive. Yeah. And everything was good and and I hated it because I had to go back to class the next day. Right. Um, I wake up the next morning. That night wasn't, you know, wasn't very restful, but it wasn't rough. Um, I think you woke me up maybe twice to like give her to you to help out. Yeah. So that you could feed her. But other than that, she slept. And I remember thinking I mean, like, she- oh, this would be cool if this was like the way that it goes forward from now on. She only get up once or twice at night. No, she got up more than that. You just were asleep. The nurse had mm-hmm. to pass her to me, which is you know, I knew you had to sleep, and so I, 
And on top of that, trying to rise you, you weren't also waking. Yes, you were. Yeah, I died. Um, I was. I was gone. And so I, it was a foreshadowing of what would be when we got home. And so you sound so sad about it. <laughs> just saying, okay. we're trying to wake you up. It's hard. It's yeah. hard trying to wake you up um, because I stay up so much. But I'm like, I, I, it takes a lot for me to keep myself up. And when I be up, I be up. Yeah, and I'm alert. I'm alert. But like, when it's time to like for my body to shut down. Especially what I've been going through with this class, it's just way different. Yeah, it's and just so, different. Um, and that's like, like I said, that's the only thing I miss is not having nurses in rotation. Mm-hmm. But no, he um he had class Monday and she didn't. Yeah, I think that I think Sunday night is actually when she cluster fed. Yeah, I came back, so I left Monday morning for class, and I was like, you know, my class is down the street from the hospital. So I tried to come back on my lunch break. I come back, I see y'all. You had the uh, lactation oh, yeah. nurse come. Like and the shares came. And I got to meet her real quick, but then I had to go because yeah. my lunch break was only an hour. I had to go back to class. But I just I got to pop in. As soon as class was over, ran straight back to the hospital, stayed over. And think the next day Randy hit me with the hey, you know, we don't have to stay. We can go home. Yeah, so <laughs> because of her diagnosis, we had to get her in a harness. And the only way to get her in this harness was to discharge us because they couldn't get the harness to the hospital. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what the problem was. They just couldn't get it. They were trying to find it and they couldn't get it. So they had to send us to the clinic where they have the harness. And this harness, the purpose of it was to hold her leg in a place to where it would you She know, couldn't extend it yeah. and it goes back. They had to do ultrasound not ultrasound. They had to do a X-ray. X-ray of her leg. And so it's actually a hip problem that we discovered. Did they ever give you any um, pictures of the x-ray? No. I, I think it that. may be in her medical record. Okay. But they had to come in and do an x-ray of her, her, of, her of her knee, of her hip on down. Because apparently her knee is actually a hip problem. And so we got her in this harness, y'all, and it was awful. Like, Hated it. And y'all have seen actual pictures of it. And just her, you probably not have, didn't even notice it was her in a harness, but we do have pictures of her in this harness, and we will post them on Patreon. Hated it. But it was really bad. I had me and my mom took her because um, I couldn't drive still because of the C-section, and she cried. I cried. It was, ugh. Yeah, I came home to see. <laughs> it was so sad, and it didn't It didn't hurt her. She was fine, you know, because babies got, she was comfortable. you know, yeah. She After, didn't seem you know, to care. She got used to it. The, yeah. the harness gave her, like, a little extra support because yeah. it also, like, kept her back still yeah. and... And her knees, she didn't care, but it was really hard changing her diaper. She couldn't yeah. wear certain things because her harness was on her, and so we couldn't actually put her in any of her onesies or. And anything. her mobility was limited. She can't wiggle her legs. She can't, yeah. you know, like do stuff. It was, was just, just worried. Really sad. <laughs> she had to wear it for a week, um, and we had to do an appointment with the children's hospital, the orthopedic department, and we took her to the hospital, or I took her to the hospital. It was my one of my first times out with her. By myself. Yeah, all of um, Drew's hospital visits up until a week ago, yeah. I couldn't go to because of my class. class is from, yeah. yeah. And so I took her to that one. My mom was back at work. My sister's back at work. And so I got to learn how to how to do me and her. And so we got there. And thankfully, the ortho that I chose, because the lady asked me on the phone when I made the appointment if I wanted a man or a woman. And I was like, let's do a woman because Drew likes women. And so I... We get in there and the lady's last baby she just had had the same thing Drew has. The the baby prior to Drew, her baby or her baby, uh, or patients, her baby, her baby apparently had a harness. Yeah, and so no had the same um diagnosis mm-hmm. as Drew. I don't know if she put her in a harness. Okay, either way, I like her reaction. Yeah, so she she took the harness off. She was like, "Yeah, let's take this harness off. We don't like the harness." And I was like, "Yeah, we don't like the harness. We hate the harness. Please, let's take the harness off." And so she took the harness off and. Basically, we just are currently double diapering Drew. My baby got on two diapers. She wears two diapers right now until April 15th, where she goes in for her ultrasound uh, to make sure that her hip is fine. So apparently where her knee dislocates, her hip drops. And so if her hip doesn't drop, her knee can't go back. And her knee has yet to do this mm-hmm. flip thing. So, so she's been free? That it has self-corrected. Oh, um, the harness, her knee, look yeah. like her other knee. It has like lines on it. Yeah. So it's like cute. Yeah. I still call her her lucky leg. Yeah. But... The ortho thinks okay. that she's fine, but if she isn't fine, if her ultrasound like shows that her knee and her hip are still dislocated, then we would have to keep double diapering her and potentially put her in a hip harness. But I did not think that is what we would have to do. And we started tummy time. And so... Yeah, Drew um, has very... First of all, this baby is strong. She is. She's extremely strong. She has a solid grip. Yeah. Not like just with her hands, because her fingers are long as all hell. Yeah. But her arms... Um, and her legs. So Drew is already pushing up to where she's like turning her head, her head yeah. while she's up on her arms. Yeah. She has 
you know, she has my head. So yeah, she's <laughs> so it's a little weight that she got to carry. Yeah. But she's doing a really great job at like figuring things out. She's just growing up. She's doing really well, really so, well. It's like, just, how are you feeling now? Because now we are four weeks out or yeah. three weeks out. She's 27 days, 28 days. Four, four weeks. Yeah. So four weeks out. She's about to be a month soon. Yeah. And look at her. She's, she's 27 no days. The little purple gray blob that they pulled out. With the I didn't see her when she was purple. Back. It was uh, snap. They didn't like immediately show her to me like they do on like some of the TV specials. Nah, no. She wasn't covered in blood or anything when she I wasn't. saw her. She was swaddled and clean mm-hmm. and in her little hat when I saw her, which is already on Instagram, the picture we posted. But So, you know, full head of hair, two eyes. Yeah, they counted her toes, toes they counted her fingers. fingers. We saw the midwife later. She came into the hospital, forgot to say that. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, you know, I just want to let you know. Once she was really worried that I was worried that about... She was worried that I was worried that the C-section was my fault. Because she wasn't around enough to know that, that that's not where we was at. Was it my concern? She was like, you know, I just want you to let, let you know that I give birth, you know, that I've birthed babies. You ain't birthed this baby. Not birth babies, Mike. Um, That she's helped women labor babies who I know had the nuchal loop. You ain't helped with this labor. Yes, yeah, she didn't. Oh, but nice. Drew didn't only have a nuchal loop around her neck. Because mm-hmm. um, those babies are born vaginally. She yeah. had a true knot. Nobody was acknowledging these other knots. Because. Well, it's. She wasn't, she wasn't aware or around these other to know what else um, was happening. But she did come back and visit, and I was just, I was just so tired. Um, and happy that she was out and okay. But I feel good. You know, Drew is great. I really love her, and she's in that real weird stage where she wants to be held by me, but not just to eat. And, <laughs> and she rejects her father. She does not. She recently but, just know, took a bottle. She did. She I bottle fed her last night for the first time. Yeah, and then calamity ensued and well the problem was good times we didn't know how much to give her in a bottle because i've never bottle fed her and by the point that we realized that she was still hungry drew was over the bottle she was like just put me on the tap put me on the boot um because i'm tired of y'all and so she ate for like two minutes and then she (laughs) calmed down but yeah we're we're learning it's we're learning mike it's okay okay i'm about to pump again and you can try again because i'm about to take a nap but um yeah, I feel fine. I'm tired. I started bottle feeding a little sooner than I wanted to, but I need the help, y'all. I'm just, I'm not trying to become resentful or, or bitter. And so um, I'm going to start letting some people help me feed her so that I can get a few extra hours of sleep because this baby loves to eat. She does. Yeah. Um, And she's gaining weight fine and she's on the right like percentile. The pediatrician is very impressed. We still don't know who she look like. Yeah, she changes every day. Every day. She, she go from looking like somebody on my side of the family to somebody on Randy's side of the family. Yeah. To somebody on Randy's dad's side. To somebody yeah. on Randy's mom's side. And they don't look alike, by the way. Yeah. So, yeah, she's cute, y'all. She's she's doing she great. Is. And and that's it. Is there any thoughts about any final thoughts you have, Mike? Nah. But, like, we went through a lot. Yeah, it was bad. Mom Remember, was this started me. with our doctor's office deciding that it wanted to shut down and we had to find another one? Yeah. Um... <laughs> Well, no, it started with journey. you being drunk and peeing on a stick. Yeah. It started with the loss of the first baby. Getting yeah. pregnant really quickly again yeah. because nature. Well, it started at a and, New Year's uh, party. Started at a New Year's party. Actually, I was pregnant before then. We are in a completely different place. This time last year. All the way around. Yeah. Compared We're actually to coming we up on right the year of the podcast, y'all. Yeah. Now the podcast is coming up on its first year. April Baby's 1st. here. We don't have anything planned. Cause we still married. We tired. <laughs> we should supposed to do something but i don't even know i don't know i feel like we've accomplished a lot even though we ain't done shit and we have so much to do yeah i mean we've done stuff it's just you know at this point though me i'm just proud I'm proud of both of y'all thank you she's here she's happy she's healthy you're doing your thing as a mom you're doing an amazing job thank you an amazing you. job doing my best which is amazing it is and like <laughs> i win i got my girl I got my baby girl. I got my dog. I got my health. New career coming. If I could just win the lotto. Right. You got to play the lotto to win it. Somebody just won it. It was $600 million. Of course they did. So I don't want to talk about that. That makes me sad. <laughs> um, but it yeah. Was some so like the, small town in Wisconsin or something. Some old it's white always, person. It's always. It always. Always. But yeah. So that's our episode, y'all. It is over. That is the end of the series. That is. Drew is here. And. Many episodes moving forward will be about different stuff. And thank y'all for rocking with us with these labor, <laughs> this labor story. Um, so it's PDA. And because it's PDA, Mikey, 
my lead, so you go ahead and PDA oh, it out. All right. We yeah. could sprinkle that in there. So PDA. You sprinkle it in there. We do PDA. We do PDA as many episodes. Uh, what do you say all right for? I ain't see it. You didn't write it. I didn't. Okay. This is your template. So <laughs> PDA. What what can I say? Um almost forty hours of labor. Yep. Forty, 40 hours, hours, three hospital trips, too many car rides, fifteen flights of stairs. Whole bunch of crying, contracting, blood. Trauma. Trauma. <laughs> That's what she's talking about. Blood, catheters. Epidurals. Epidurals, shots. The shakes. Baby monitors. And here we are with this baby. She is snoring. You you battled a lot, Randy. You fought through a lot. Um, and you created perfection. And I love you. Love you too. I love you so much. Um, We should not be here <laughs> right now where should we be we shouldn't even be together like Probably, yeah. we shouldn't have met we shouldn't have dated you should have stayed away should have. uh to be here from where we were when we were teenagers just talking on some steps or chilling in the park just trying to get a moment alone to talk right um kind of like now just in a way exactly isn't like it crazy now. how like time that's all we're trying to do we just want to talk (laughs) (laughs) i just want to talk with my girl but we have uh over a decade of experiences and we have a lifetime to go and we just put a major piece in the middle of all of it and i just look at her like you did that i mean she's part of both of us but i just baked her you did and you, you're excellent at baking you know i can't i know mikey really can't i can whip some shit up on the stove top but like He really can't be. Yeah, I'll, I'll burn cookies. Cookie. Taste like chips because that's what they're supposed to taste like. Oh. I read. Look, I read the directions. Okay, <laughs> that's fine. Sue me. Anyway, the point I'm making is you did an amazing job, baby. Thank through you. all of it, even in moments where you did not feel like you were the strongest, you look like Xena to me. So I love that show. I know. I love Xena. I love you. I love you too. You did great. Thank you. Thanks for the baby. You're welcome. Well, my PDA. What up? I feel like I've done a lot. Of, like, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything else I can say about the fact that you were great as a labor partner and as a new dad for Drew during the labor and after she got out. So I will. My PDA is about last night. So last night you gave her her first bottle mm-hmm. um, and Drew took it. Y'all, we were stressed. I was nervous. I was about to cry. Mikey was nervous. Uh, I did not know she would take it. take it. I did not know she would take it. And then I was worried that she'd take it and she won't want to breastfeed anymore. And I was just, then I was conflicted because I was like, oh my God, I need a break. But also it's my baby and I ain't ready to be separated. But like, I also (laughs) need to be separated because I'm tired. So I had to stay out of the room. One, because it suggested that you do. And two, because I just knew I wouldn't be helpful. And I needed to like hold myself accountable and give you all this moment. But she took the bottle. She took the bottle very quickly. And um, it was very quickly. (laughs) (laughs) She was like. But she was like mad skeptical the whole time. Like, yo, the picture that you got of me Uh while cute. The side eye is precious. Yeah, she's looking at you like, nigga. This ain't what my I'm going to take from. it, but I want you know, I'm on to you. I'm on to you. Y'all, Drew calls out our name a lot. She do. And I'm pretty I'm sure she called me a nigga in her because head. she's a girl. You know, they like to do girls like that, mm-hmm. make girls angry and no. sexualize girls early. I'm telling Mm-mm. y'all, this girl calls us out our name. She's sassy. She got a little bit of spice. She got that from my mother. Woo. She be looking at you like, listen. She took that pacifier, but she was not happy at first. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to take it. <laughs> but anyway, she took the bottle and um, we didn't give her enough. We didn't know. We started off with a little because, you know, she would take it and she was pissed. Next time around, we'll, I'll do better. I apologize for that. You did great. But um, you did really well, Mike. You were really stressed when she started to nut up. When she just started to cry and she just couldn't be consoled and you pushed through. Like I told you last night. I have those moments with her a lot, especially in the beginning. The only difference is nobody's home to see me cry with her and beg her to stop and try to figure out what she want and walk her and burp her and change a diaper and what and latch her. And then like, why are you crying? Why won't you stop crying? <laughs> why won't you sleep? Um, They don't last long, though, because she's not a fussy baby. She's but, not. Um, so we realized last night she just didn't get enough. She was still hungry. But you did really I did well, that. Mike. I had I, changed her. Because her diaper was wet. Yeah. And then I was like, okay. And then she was fine for half a second. And then she looked at me pissed. And because I wasn't you. Screaming, and yeah. she just started screaming. <laughs> and I was like, I'm I'm so sorry. And she does this thing where she brings her lips back over her gums. You see them gums? You know, she about to howl. But um, you did well, Mike. And I know that you were sad. 
about her just freaking out and not knowing what to do because at one point you were like, does she do this after you eat, after you feed her? Like, no, she'd be chill after she eats. I just want to know what um, the norm is. Yeah. And so I could see that you were looking really stressed and lost and just sad because you don't want your baby yelling at you and you want to be able to help her and do what she wants. <laughs> know what she wanted but she pushed through and i'm gonna do better about um being calm around you when y'all have moments like that because you have to learn how to you have to learn how to figure out your own thing with her you i just don't to. get enough time um you do I don't, you get, I, don't, I don't have as i don't get as much as you is you what don't. i'm saying and not just, one-on-one not alone not. no you don't but you're about to it's okay i'm about to pump you about to take this bottle i'm gonna take a nap it still won't be the same it's not the exact same but like you know is it ever is it ever the exact same you're gonna figure it out um, and I have faith in you and I really am proud of you for pushing through and being vulnerable with me last night about how you was feeling after she screaming her head off like she was crazy. But she did hit the bottom for you, Mike, and she does love you. We just got to make sure you, we give her enough next time <laughs> so she not pissed about the fact that her milk has ran out unexpectedly. But you did well, Mike. You did well. And you were calm with her when you when you first gave her the bottle. I know that you were nervous about it, but I could not tell and because i could not tell she probably couldn't tell either and so she took it and she wasn't tense i was fine up um, to that point but you did really well you did really well um, thank you and i'm really happy that she took this bottle so that i can get a part of my life back or just some sleep so thank you i love you you're welcome you did well for extra and exclusive content head over to patreon.com slash black millennial marriage and be sure to check out our website www.blackmillennialmarriage.com Follow us on social media platforms. On Instagram, we are Black Millennial Marriage. On Facebook, we are Black Millennial Marriage Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at underscore the Chapmans. You can also follow me at Randy. Spell that. R-A-N-D-I-I-I-E-E-E. And you can follow Mikey at Mikey underscore XXI. XXI. Don't worry. All of this information will always be in the show notes. Mm-hmm. Thank you all again for listening. Be blessed. Don't settle. Fight clean. Peace. Did you know this podcast is powered by Acast? Acast is the home of podcasting. For creators looking for freedom to grow their listeners and make money too. And creative brands looking for smart ways to advertise. Podcasters and advertisers in the know know Acast. It's time you did too. Visit Acast.com to find out more. Acast. For the stories. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward with each new idea, innovation, and partnership. We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.